We are on, and welcome to the Talk of Success podcast, coming to you live from the Stone Pony. Yes, today we are here at the Stone Pony because it is October 21st, and it is Women Entrepreneurs Rock event. And guess what? We're celebrating our sixth anniversary. Yeah, it's our annual event, which we hold here, thanks to these two amazing ladies, which I am going to introduce. So for those of you who don't know me, my name is Jacqueline Mejias Fuertes, and I am the Regional Director of the Small Business Development Center. And Talk of Success is a podcast here to bring entrepreneurs and small business owners information and insight, hoping that it empowers them and educates them on how to run their business, really get it off to a great start. So the reason we're here today is because six years ago, this amazing lady um, came up with an idea back then. She was my assistant director. Now she isn't, and we miss her dearly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Came up with this amazing idea as we were um, just thinking in the office of what kind of events to come up with. And she thought of this event, Women Entrepreneurs Rock, and that brought in her relationship with this other amazing lady. So this is Pasqualina DeBauer on my side. And then I have Carolyn O'Toole on this side. Caroline, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, shoot me. (laughs) Caroline, Um, the general manager of the Stone Pony. And because of the relationships that have formed um, this way and all the way around, we've been able to bring the Women Entrepreneurs Rock event for six years in a row to the Stone Pony, which has been an amazing event that has been growing year after year. So without further ado, I do want these amazing ladies to say a little bit more about themselves so you could get to know them and then we'll talk more about how this event came to be so pascalina over to you yeah first you <laughs> i was looking at i'm gonna go first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i just want to be honest that i did ask for a 10 second delay um, <laughs> once i found out this was live so i'm just there, being up front i can make the, the beeping Apparently sound that's not possible <laughs> Go ahead, Pass. All right. Uh, my name is Pascalina DeBoer. I'm the director of marketing for the Asbury Park Boardwalk, which includes restaurants, retail, entertainment venues. And previously, I was assistant to Jacqueline. And before that, I was the director of marketing for Madison Marquette before I had my daughter. Um, so that I got to experience great friendships here and business relationships and and Caroline, great friends and business relationships from 11 years ago, I think we first met. Yeah, 2011, right? No, no seven. Two, uh, seven. Seven. I was going to say seven or eight. Yeah, when um, Madison Marquette first came to the, the boardwalk to redevelop, uh, we met and we've been working together ever yeah. since. It's a relationship. <laughs> yeah, it's a long time. <laughs> You're like, holy cow. 2011 stuck in my mind. That's right. I think that's when my second mortgage happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, my turn? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh-huh. So my name is... Oh. A little close. Thank you, man. <laughs> my name is Caroline O'Toole. I am the general manager of the wonderful Stone Pony here in Asbury Park. Um, I've been here since 2003. Uh, back then, I certainly was not looking for this job. 
I had a job. I was sales. <laughs> uh, it was totally different than this job. And a friend of mine, uh, my best friend, said, uh, you need to go apply for this job. And I said, no, I have a job. And she said, just, just apply for it. So I applied for it. And then I kept getting called back for other interviews. And then at that point, it was just about winning because (laughs) (laughs) that was it like once the first interview is like you know then then it's like well now i gotta win the second one and i gotta (laughs) win the third one and ultimately um i was the winner so uh i came on over plus you know being from the area uh i grew up in wall township and wall high go guys um i got to um know a lot about the surrounding area not a lot about asbury back then except you know our parents used to bring us here when we were kids and it was just you know wonderful memories so um the idea that really appealed to me once i did get the job was uh coming back to help not just rebuild the pony into a a, you know to the brand that it it could be the brand that it was into a brand that it could be but also the city to help rebuild the city was just an offer I didn't want to pass up and a lot of that is about making a better uh, city for the children here because that's really what the future will come down to so um, it's been an honor to be a part of that for the last 16 years that's pretty awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. I didn't no delay needed on that one. Oh, no. and also I was the Grand Marshal of the Asbury St. Patrick's Day Parade in 2017. All right. <laughs> I usually sign everything. Grand Marshal. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Considering mm-hmm. that this year's Women Entrepreneurs Rock theme is philanthropy and giving back. So you kind of fit right in. Um, I had no idea that you had done that, that that's the reason why. Because thinking we were talking a little bit earlier about the position that you're in, that it's a male dominated field. And to see a female in it as a general manager of the Stone Pony and the competition, I would have to imagine you were up against. Uh, Yeah, um, I don't know any other, uh, well, the previous manager of the Stone Pony was a woman as well, Eileen Mm -hmm. Chapman, who is now one of the uh, council people here. in in the city and uh so but every aspect really of um dealing with once i came in here everybody i dealt with was men Mm -hmm. you know as far as uh promoters agents uh it's only been in the last five years or so that i've noticed a lot more women coming in and in big positions like Stacy George, a very good friend of mine who works for Live Nation New York, she's one of the main talent buyers there. She's vice president, and uh, you know, so it's good to see that. And um, you know, more agents are, you know, the majority are still men, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm seeing some some women break into that. One of our interns from years ago is now an agent. So wow, that's pretty cool. We're yeah. closing the gap. I was reading reading about that, that we are actually closing the gap because I read an article, of course, preparing for uh, my speech later on today. And it was like, you know, so 
who rules the world and I want to say women do but no men still do but the matter of fact is that women are closing the gap and the numbers are starting to show it so absolutely by you stating that it shows that so Pask coming on back to you Pask is like try and follow that all of that Pask whoa Pask Pask was not Pasqua is not the Grand Marshal. <laughs> I was not the Grand Marshal. But I used to come here when I was young, too. I grew up in Long. <laughs> and being a part of this was a really big deal for me. Yeah. Well, no, Pasqua was, like I said, she was the assistant director for the Small Business Development Center. I love when she says she was my assistant. No, she wasn't. She was the assistant director and JSBDC at Brookdale Community College. And she definitely is an entrepreneur and intrapreneur. Pasca is a very much an idea person, um, really great at executing ideas, getting them off the ground. So a little bit more, come on, because you know she's shy and kind of behind the scenes, and I'm like, no, you know, I love pushing her out there. I know that there were times that she wanted to go, uh, no, and I would go, uh huh, yes, you are. So pushed her right out of her comfort zone. Jack wouldn't ask me to teach classes. I feel like. <laughs> she would go, no. And, but at the end, you have to say she was happy. She would come out with a smile on her face and she could do it. So, yes, pushed her right out. But there's, there's places where you have opportunities, you know, and I'm proud to say SPDC and Madison Marquette, where you can come up with an idea and run with it. And not just you know a fuzzy idea. You're coming up with a way to implement it, and you're figuring out what the impact is beforehand. But you're giving the freedom to make things happen. Um, so it's it's very much entrepreneurial um, in that sense, where you know nothing is out of the question. You know something like this um, bringing bringing an event, a sit-down event, a formal panel to a place like the Stone Pony, right? You float that idea out there, two wonderful people say, yes, let's make it happen. And you see it through and you impact um, women in business. You know, we've received feedback throughout that it's helped people launch their businesses. It's helped them with confidence as far as what they can do next and go to the next stage of development. So all of that, and of course, on the boardwalk as well, you know, you have these wonderful venues um, and exceptional tenants here who are all entrepreneurs. Um, these are all small business owners. But uh, you have freedoms to, to make things happen. If it's a piece of art that you're bringing to the boardwalk, like Jen Hampton and Angie bringing hot tea to the casino pass-through, you know, you're thinking through all these things that are outside of traditional moves and saying, yes, let's make it happen and, and doing everything possible for impact. So, I mean, and that's part of it. That's what Women Entrepreneurs Rock is all about, is creating those impacts. And as Pascalina said, we have those individuals, this one person, Elaine, that comes in every year and her first year here, she... By the time the evening came to a close, she said, next year I'm gonna start my business. And she's attended every year. And every year she goes, we need to take our annual selfie because she started her business and her business has continued to grow each and every year. So it shows the impact. One of our panelists this year, 
I mean, they went and it's, I don't know if you saw um, Fasten. Yes. Uh, yeah. I saw. That's excellent. So one of our clients, and I can say they're our clients, they allow me to say that, um, how they've grown to the point that they've sold off their business now. They were brought out by one of the largest. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's so awesome. They were sold. <laughs> so they were a swimming manufacturer and they were brought out by the largest uh, what is it in the Northeast, I believe, swimming manufacturer brought them out. And by meeting someone here, which was the person from franchising, oh, I think, yeah. yeah, that they had a conversation that was able to get them to the next level. So again, the people that women or the other women that women are going to meet here tonight, the connections that are going to make is going to allow them to get to the next level. And that's what Women Entrepreneurs Rock is all about. And especially during this week, which is Women Entrepreneurship Week, um, it's amazing that we are part of this global celebration. Um, it helps us. And when I say us, I'm talking about Brookdale as a higher education institution to be part of that global celebration. So by having this event during this week, we are recognized as one of those institutions um, in the United States uh, having or rather taking part in the celebration. So as we're moving forward, knowing that you are in an industry that's male dominated, any words of advice that you want to give to some women out there who are thinking of perhaps engaging in an industry such as that's male dominated, what would you tell them? Well, I don't think, <clears throat> I think that um, throughout the years, all I thought about was, it didn't really bother me that, um, you know, there was fewer women I was dealing with and more men, because all I stayed focused on was how to make the job that I was given and that I won. Did I say I won it? Yeah. Um, to make the job that I had. Won it. <laughs> um, I wanted to be the best I could be at it. So I was looking forward. I wasn't looking off to the sides to see who's trying to stop me, who's going to be in my way. I kind of went past that to... I'm going to succeed. And in order to do that, I need to stay focused on what I'm doing and not worry about what everyone else is saying or thinking. And believe me, in the early years of 2003 till Madison came here in 2000 and what was it? What did we say? Seven, seven or eight? There were some very dark years that um, I didn't know if the Stone Pony would survive. And you know, it was really hard to see past some of that but I did because it was still the job that it, it actually became more than a job at that point. It, it, it just became part of me. My job became part of me and just keeping it going until we were able to, you know, bring in somebody like Madison. Um, it was a lot. It was, there was a lot of darkness and to come out the other side was I take that as a small victory for myself because there was many times that um, it was hard to do. Uh, I always say I sold my soul a few times during those years. Um, never want to say what I had to do, but <laughs> um, I but, you know, written someplace. <laughs> Isn't that when you're supposed to be by saying, "Wow, that was cool." <laughs> But Pick up the rug somewhere, no. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh. depends what rug. But 
No, not, you know, um, just, just things that, um, like I said, it is things that you knew probably were, were outside the norm of, uh, you know, a typical job, but it wasn't typical to me. And I think that sometimes you have to look at that, that what you're doing, you can't ever think of it as typical or 10 other people do the same thing I do. It has to be, this is what I do and this is how I'm going to put my spin on it. And this is how we're, I'm going to move forward and move the brand forward with me or, or the company or whatever you're doing until you get to a point where um, you're able, like I am, to stand back sometimes and, and watch all the pieces that I've put together run efficiently because I have the best people doing, you know, I, I don't look to do it all myself because it would be really hard to do that. So a good manager, like, like I think that I've done over the years is, is you're able to put together, you have to always think about it is I can put together something that if I'm not here tomorrow, it will still run. It will run well. It won't run the same as if I'm here because you always still want <laughs> that, part, that part of it, but you want to build something that it runs without you and, um, you know, like to me, like being a general manager, I oversee all the pieces that were put together and run by, you know, some of the best people in the industry to me. And I just make sure they all run together. And uh, we've been very lucky to, to come out of all those years to the point we are now. Um, and all of those people and positions and uh, and, and again, like sort of what Pat said before is, is Madison giving me the freedom to sort of create, um, to create that process. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty amazing. I mean, cause you mentioned a couple of things there. One is, you know, oh, you were listening. Worry. Oh, of course. <laughs> this was amazing advice here. I always listen and may look like wow. I'm lost in space, but I'm listening. One is, you know, don't worry about what other people have to say about you. You know, main thing. The other thing as Paz knows, team. You know, you need that team. Paz gave me a shirt is that we grow by lifting others. I always say that when I'm talking to people. I said, my old assistant gave me a T-shirt that says we, we grow by lifting others. And I absolutely believe that because I'm very team-oriented like you. You know, I don't mind, though, if a team does, my team does a better job. If I'm not there, I'm like, kudos, I taught them well. Um, but you're right. You know, I can't worry about what other people are thinking about me. And I'm happy that I need a team. I know I can't do anything on my own. As an entrepreneur, I figured that out a long time ago. Then no, I can't do everything myself. And any entrepreneur that thinks that they're going to get a business off the ground, that they're not going to have to rely on other um, establishments, vendors, individuals to help them with their business, they're so incorrect. So major points there. See, I was listening. And well, well and <laughs> speak a lot to, to Caroline, her team um, has been with her for some time and that says a lot to the person managing them. Mm -hmm. It says a lot to the trust between staff and the fact that they all take ownership for the business as mm -hmm. if it, I mean, every single person, mm -hmm. you know, that you, that you work with. So, well, thank you. Um, and it's, being able to work with someone like Pask, mm -hmm. I mean, 
the expertise she has in so many things and some a lot of the other people at Madison too it's just so great how that part fits in with this part and then we are able to do things that you know are beyond what I think about sometimes or um, so there there's a next level always but it's it's through um, you know working with other people and and admitting that um, someone knows sometimes more than you do in a certain okay. area. I mean, don't be afraid to to take the help and to and to admit that maybe I don't know that as mm -hmm. well. You know, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Relationship building, absolutely. Well, and when you take you know the egos out of it and mm -hmm. just think of the final goal, that helps a lot to get a lot done. I think. So. All right, so you give us some advice here. <laughs> There she goes. Yeah, give us some advice now. I rode a horse in the parade. <laughs> How can you follow that? <laughs> I feel like I should have something, but I have nothing. <laughs> um, but you know, I think I I think that point. I mean, the point Caroline made too is you're not competing against somebody. You're bringing all of you to the table and and running with that but also you know the idea of taking the the ego out of it you can get the most done with a group that first of all can speak plainly to each other you know that there's no hurt feelings she said you, you couldn't use the f word <laughs> <laughs> that if someone has an idea and you're like, oh man, <laughs> but well, that one's just so cool. Yeah, yeah. But okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, to take the fragility out of the conversation, um, and again, you know, have fun along the way, which is a big part of it too. Have fun along the way, but also think about you know the end goals always, and and you know, what are you looking to accomplish? Because it's really easy to get caught in the the day-to-day -day and running after this and the, the busy work, but does it ultimately get done what you want it to? So, right. I don't know. There you go. Cool advice. <laughs> <Pass me. laughs> I'm sorry, I fell asleep. What'd you say? Well, I have to say, I've had an awesome time with these two ladies here. And once again, if it wasn't for these two amazing ladies, we would not be having Women's Entrepreneurs Rock. Like I said, people tend to say that I'm the founder and I always correct them and say, no, I just happened to be at the helm when it happened. That's all. Um, I'm happy to say that I've been able to continue it. Um, years on and it's thanks to having a relationship with these two ladies and for that I am truly grateful and honored so if you're not here tonight um, or haven't registered you still can come on by the event starts today at 6 okay and Caroline has one more thing to say so I won't cut it off yet yes well actually it's it's a selfish thing um, <laughs> go right ahead I have no problems with that <laughs> every year um uh, a wonderful officer started uh, something we call the Asbury Park Toy Drive. Um, and mm -hmm. uh, every year we have more and more families that, that need our help. So if you're out there listening, um, can if there's any way that you could help us this year, you know, just by dropping off a toy or a coat. We run out of coats every year and it's terrible to have to 
look at kids that came here for a coat we don't have a coat sometimes but we're not gonna let that happen this year we have some other uh a couple other sponsors who have uh big joe henry and uh who have committed that every child will get a coat this year but if there's anything that anybody out there can uh, do to help us i know it's a tough time of year everybody's always asking but if you see these little faces um sometimes you just you want to give more than you can but anything that you can would be very appreciated so thank you for letting me say that all right no no problem can you tell us a little bit more though caroline before we get off like where could they drop off the coats anything at the stone pony um the give out that we do is on december 21st um we try Mm -hmm. and make it a, a great day for the kids we get a trolley and we send it around the city and we pick up the families and we drop them back with their with their uh, th- with their bags, and um, we just try and take that one day and do as much as we can to to make it maybe the one day that somehow will change a life. And because um, you never know, it it could be the slightest little thing that can turn a, a, a child, you know, in, into something else and uh so so that's the goal if it affects only one life then then that's that's good enough okay Mm -hmm. i wish i had known this before because i would have made it a point but i will make it a point to put it up on our website for you letting you know in case you don't have well you will see it on facebook uh if you can't drop off a coat or coats yeah uh, toys as well will be accepted here at the stone pony Enter. cash is king oh always <laughs> yes cash is always king. checks made out to the asbury park toy drive of course oh, of are course, tax deductible we and are a non-profit a 5013c so. okay there you go and the end date for that would be when would be the last date uh we'll take anything you know, because we All always end through. up with families the day of who okay. so come fine. here and, and they didn't sign up. So, you know, mm-hmm. anything. Okay, so all the way through, yeah. all the way through the holidays. The holidays are coming. We always know that there's somebody in need. And for us, today it's all about philanthropy here at the Women Entrepreneurs Rock. So what better way than to give back? And as women entrepreneurs and men, um, it's all about giving back. Uh, social entrepreneurialism is live and let's keep it going. So if you can, please give and clean out your closets. Get it going. Thank you. And once again, thank you to these amazing ladies for allowing for Women Entrepreneurs Rock to happen year after year. Thank you. You're very welcome. That was great. Cool. <laughs> I'm learning to look before I start making faces. <laughs> thank you, ladies. Thank you. Absolutely, and I'll put you up on the website. You should have mentioned it earlier, and I would have tagged in it. Um, Yeah, I put up our our website. Would be great. Okay, I'll do that too. That's not a problem. Can they?